0: Hello and welcome to the Nourish Practice podcast, a podcast focused on all things intuitive eating, intuitive movement and helping you heal your relationship to food while moving away from diet culture in hopefully a nice relaxed way. There'll be a mixture of solo episodes and guest interviews. Any topics you would like included just send me a DM on Instagram at Nourish Practice and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome back to the podcast today. We're talking all about Body image and intuitive eating. Now, I want to preface this by saying that body image and different terms for the way you think about your body can be a very in depth conversation. Um, And I may put a blog post up later on with a little more depth, some references, that sort of thing. But today is a bit more of an introduction to talk about how it intertwines with your intuitive eating journey and some tips at the end for how you can think about your body maybe a little differently if you are struggling. I tend to try and focus on the concept of respecting your body, maybe even body neutrality, rather than body love, body promotion, etc. So, to begin with, a quick definition time. What are these things? Now, I haven't looked them up in the dictionary. It's very much roughly accepted more than specific definitions. So, yours might vary a tiny bit, but the basis is the same. So, first things first body acceptance. So, this is a focus on accepting your body not necessarily super loving it or celebrating it. Maybe you don't like your body, and we've all been there, but you accept it as it is. You don't focus on changing it. Just accept what it is, what it does for you. You don't think any more than that. Body neutrality. It doesn't matter whether you think your body is beautiful, amazing, whatever, or not. Your value is not tied to your body or what you look like. And in contrast, body positivity tends to be you're beautiful no matter what, and really celebrating and focusing on your body. So, body positivity has a focus on your body quite a lot. Neutrality and acceptance are very much... You don't even really think about it. It's the last thing on your mind. You're aware you have it, you respect it, but you're not focused on it. Body respect is not doing things that are harmful to your body. Meeting it where it's at, taking care of your basic health and needs for your body. Which is where this is where it starts in intuitive eating. Not harming your body, and then we work our way up from there. So... I'll do a really brief run through on some history of the sort of body positivity movement, just so you've got a bit of an idea. Again, can be very nuanced and very detailed. I'm just going to run through very briefly. So Google Scholar has the slogan stand on the shoulders of giants on its homepage. And as with intuitive eating, the body acceptance slash positivity movement has a long history that kind of needs to be acknowledged in the conversation. So some argue that body acceptance can be traced all the way far back to the Victorians. The Victorian Dress Reform Movement aimed to stop the use of corsets and tight lacing because at the time tiny waistlines were being promoted and they wanted to accept all body types. However, generally in the conversation it's most accepted that the 1960s were the start of the movement as we know it now. So in 1967, New York radio hosts had a fat-in in Central Park. This included setting fire to diet books and protested the discrimination against the fat in New York. In 1967, Lou Lauderback publishes More People Should Be Fat, which focused on discrimination that fat people faced. In 1969, Bill Fabry, apologies if I say any of these names wrong, reads this article and distributes it. He then created the National Association to Advance Fat Acceptance, the NAAFA, which is still running and has a website this is considered the start of the body positivity movement. At the same time, the fat underground formed in California referred to fat acceptance as fat liberation. By 1973, they had released their fat manifesto calling for equal rights for fat people in all areas of life. In the 1980s, the London Fat Women's Group was formed. and By the 90s, they were picketing in front of the White House. Sonia Renee Taylor posted, the body is not an apology. This went viral. And she created a company based on Body Love. And it must be noted that a lot of fat activism around this time was motivated by what they'd seen in the civil rights movement. And so they linked fat liberation to other struggles. So all of this should be taken into account. Body positivity as we know it now can be very light touch, but there is a background of a movement that sees this as liberation and a cultural shift, which should be taken into account when we think of things like intuitive eating as well. And note that some of this was taken from reports by Tigress Osborne, the chair of the NAAFA. Again, I can link their website below. So when you think this started out as a very political liberalisation movement, where are we now? Often when we look back through history, it, a lot happened. But when it comes to a few years ago, it's a little blurry. We're at a point now where hashtag body positivity is probably getting more exposure than ever. It's a wider conversation than we've ever had. But the message is more clouded, often used for sales over substance. And have we really come that far? People every day are sharing videos, stories of fat phobia and how they're being treated. So has body positivity actually done anything? It can be argued. So think of a nice little sliding scale and where you feel in relation to your body right now. I know that this can change day by day, maybe even go from one end to the other in the space of a day or even an hour. And the reason that I share the history is because you might feel guilty for feeling the way you do about your body and for not loving it instantly. But it's part of a culture that has been around for a long time and that people have been fighting against for a long time. So how are we going to deal with this on your intuitive eating journey? First things first, we have to talk about weight. In order to practice both intuitive eating and body acceptance, you must take the focus off your weight. Accepting other aspects of our body always seems to be easier for some reason. I don't know why we maybe think they're out of our control, things like cellulite, even though you see those creams that say they can get rid of it. It's nothing that we can do about So do we therefore just accept it because it can't be changed, but we feel that our weight can? Something to think about. I have an article on my website all about weight cycling. And it's there's much scientific evidence, there was a 2011 review that's found nearly all dieters regain the lost weight that they originally lose, and a third of them gained more. Weight cycling is more detrimental to us than actually being a larger weight. So why do we focus so much on weight as an indicator of value and as a key driver of our body image struggles? Whether you're working towards body positivity, body respect, body acceptance, body neutrality, the first step is the same. You need to work on your focus on your weight. Reject diet culture, move away from weight as a metric of your value. You can't have any of these other steps without that as an initial one. Because if you're still trying to actively lose weight, you are focused on your body in a negative tone. Therefore, you can't be body accepting, body positive, and it may be if you're trying to lose weight and you're restricting, you're not showing body respect, you're not meeting your body's needs. Some ways that you can take that focus a little bit away from weight, focus on other aspects of your body, ditch the scale, literally, don't look at your weight, don't consider it, when you go to the doctors, if they need to weigh you, say, I would respectfully like to not know the number, but you can keep it on your record. Remember that weight fluctuates, learn a little bit more about your body your cycle, your digestion, take that into account when you're thinking about your weight, especially negatively. If it helps, read up or listen to the info, like in the last episode about set point theory, and maybe that changes how you frame your weight. Don't discuss weight, set boundaries around talking about weight. Maybe that'll help you on that step. Now I'm going to focus a little bit on, as we go into these steps, about body neutrality, body acceptance, body respect. Why not body positivity? Now if you've heard the phrase toxic positivity that's another one that's sort of been on the rise and it's basically the idea that when you try and brand that everything is great and you're so positive all the time you're actually masking a lot of negative emotions that need to be dealt with and also you can start to shame yourself for being negative or thinking in a certain way. So Body positivity for some is a step too far and you feel like you're faking a feeling that just isn't possible. If I spent every day going, I love my, I love this part about it, but I wasn't feeling that way. It may not be a fake it till you make it situation. I'm just going to feel guilty for not being true to my actual feelings while projecting something that's not real. So people don't know to help me. And sometimes body positivity isn't, available to some people especially when you think about the culture we're in you're actively fighting a tide of people that are fat phobic or are talking badly about your body so you may just not be in a place to be super positive about it right now or in the future it may be a long-term goal it may be that your body image journey starts with respect acceptance maybe even you reach neutrality and you're happy there and that's where you sit and that's fine everyone again has a different relationship with their body Remove body positivity as the goal, and actually you might find your relationship improved because you haven't got that lofty standard that you're holding yourself to. Start small. Am I meeting my body's basic needs? Is my body comfortable? Can I do what I physically need to do today? Are there external factors that are affecting my body? Are there internal factors that are affecting my body? How am I commenting on my body? Has anyone else commented, and how did I take that in? Just like to ask yourself those sorts of questions. Now, some activities that might prove useful in thinking about how you relate to your body. So, first things first, ask those around you for some compliments not based on your physical body or your weight. They could be things like your body's strong or something a bit more functional, if that's what you would like, or even things like they may notice your smile or something similar whether you make a mental note write it down get them to fill out something it can be really nice just to re-look at those I know people that write on their mirror or have post-it notes and you can do this for yourself but it may feel a little disingenuine if you're in a, a mood where you're not feeling great about your body to write oh I have a nice smile or I have a nice whatever it will feel You'll just be knowing it's not true. Whereas having someone else do that, you get to see yourself through their eyes, which is really sweet, while also seeing the things that you inspire in others that you maybe not even think about. Second thing, check your social media feeds. Are you following people who focus on their body, talk about their body in a certain way, or always critiquing theirs or others' bodies? Maybe you follow a page that focuses on celebs and critiques them. Maybe time to mute or unfollow. If you can't unfollow, you can always mute someone um, if they maybe noticed that you'd unfollow them. Or maybe find some body acceptance accounts that you can follow, but maybe not bo- body positivity accounts. If someone's always shouting from the rooftops how much they love their body and how you can be the same and you feel like that's just inspiring guilt and shame in you, again, an unfollow, that's absolutely fine. It is your feed. Find people you follow that bring you joy. Third thing, focus on what your body can do. Move in ways that make you feel good and feel good about your body. This is a major reason I like weightlifting and I know a lot of people do. It makes you feel strong, you take up space and you're quite impressed with what your body can do at the end of it. If going to the gym just starts your brain comparing to others and you start critiquing because of what you're wearing and how you're moving, maybe join a team sport or go to a dance class in the evening. Maybe even one that doesn't have a mirror and think I'm not even going to notice my body here, I'm just going to enjoy at the moment. Next thing, practice intuitive eating. Body respect is a step of intuitive eating for a reason. It is an integral part of the process and works hand in hand with the other elements. Intuitive eating helps you tune in with your body, a helpful step into respecting it and accepting it. Clothe your body now, I'm not saying, Oh, I'm going to save that dress for when I'm thin enough. I'm going to buy a size smaller because that's really going to motivate me. I'm going to wear that. When I have an event. clothe your body now with what you want to wear and what brings you joy and what makes you feel comfortable. And if you can't buy new clothes and again caveat of privilege clothes swaps, second hand shops other schemes, Depop, Vinted etc. can all be useful to clothe yourself in a way that makes your body feel good while also not spending a lot. Again a lot of the clothes swaps happen as people gain and lose weight. If you're on a slightly larger body than you were in previous years maybe it's time to get rid of those smaller clothes they're not serving you they're a reminder and they're making you feel guilty it may be useful also to note down how you feel about your body at certain days certain times what triggers certain thoughts maybe it's oh every time I do this activity it leads to this every time I talk to this family member it leads to this maybe I need to set a boundary if you're someone who Experiences this menstrual cycle, maybe it's, oh, at this time of the month, I'm really hard on my body. But actually, I just experienced a major amount of bloating due to the hormonal changes. Again, knowing your own patterns and your own body is only going to help you. Where does intuitive eating come in? So just as body acceptance may help you with the effects of diet culture, intuitive eating can help in the reverse and help you accept your body as it is. At uh, its core, cool. intuitive eating is listening to your body signals. As soon as you're more in tune, You will accept your body, want to nourish it a little bit more, and that can help you on the road to body acceptance. Intuitive eating helps you notice your internal signals, move away from black and white thinking, which could help you in relation to your body, helps you detach morality from how you eat and how you look, helps you set boundaries around food maybe your body, maybe those around you, helps you notice diet culture and move away actively from it. It helps you find ways to move that you enjoy and bring joyful movement that is less focused on your body. When you stop fighting your body, it allows mental space for other things. Just in the way that intuitive eating people say they're not focused on food, they're not constantly thinking about it, the same happens in relation to their body. But remember, most of all, body image is a journey. Body acceptance is a journey. Body positivity is a journey. It's about learning to accept your body as it is in any given moment and knowing that maybe one day you'll reach those stages. But if you're just happy with your body, or even if your goal is just to not think about your body at all, that is perfectly okay. It's all about finding that mental space for other things and achieving the goal that you have in mind. And if you need to reach out for help, so many people do. Again, we're living in a culture that promotes a very thin ideal. And it may be that you've been brought up with parents, family members, friends, all commenting on their body in a very negative light. It will take time to unlearn this give yourself a little bit of grace, decide what the aim is, decide where you're at, notice any patterns in yourself and mostly boil it down to what does your body need, how can you nourish it,